0: Welcome to the ESOP MiniCast. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Brett Kiesling, and as it says on my business cards, I'm a passionate advocate for employee ownership. This week I had the pleasure to appear by Zoom to a meeting of employee owners for a great company in New Hampshire. It's part of their monthly education series, and I was so happy as part of Employee Ownership Month to be asked to visit with them and share some thoughts. So I spoke for a while about my view of employee ownership and how it fits into our communities and how it makes jobs better, and a lot of things if you're a regular listener you've heard me talk about on various podcasts. But at the end, we opened it up for questions, and I got a couple of great questions, and one of them in particular has led to this mini-cast. I was asked, how do you talk to young people about employee ownership? There were a couple of people in the audience who had only been with the company for a couple of months, and I believe it was their first kind of professional job, if you will. So here are my thoughts about how to talk to young people about employee ownership. First of all, let me tell you something that rankles me every time I hear it. Every time I hear someone disparage young people generally, not just in the workplace, but generally, it makes me crazy. When I hear things like they don't want to work, or they want everything handed to them on a platter, or they don't know how to dress for success, blah, 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 blah. Those are the same kind of things that people said about my generation when I graduated high school way back in 1981. So we gotta give the young people a break. They're not that much different than everybody else when they were young. Second of all, it's very important when talking about employee ownership, particularly with young people to back off from, well, it's a qualified retirement plan. Somebody in their twenties, sometimes in their thirties, sometimes in their forties, sometimes in their fifties, but definitely in their twenties are not going to be motivated by this will be held for you for your retirement the language that i use and it seemed to resonate a little bit is you're building wealth it's in the form of a qualified retirement that is true but what you're doing is really is building wealth and what i suggested to the young folks who were in the audience today is that they find their peers people they grew up with talk to those folks about the jobs that they have and you'll discover that if they're not at an employee-owned company These other young folks aren't getting any share statements, any value statements, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it's really important to contrast the employee-owned jobs with the non-employee-owned jobs. And the other thing that I think is is relevant to acknowledge, very few people work because that's all they want to do. We have to work. We need the jobs. So we might as well have jobs that are fulfilling, but also provide for our long-term needs. Then here's the final point that I like to make, and I've talked about this in various podcasts. I believe everybody, regardless of their age, wants three things from a job. First, they want to be fairly compensated for what they're doing. Not necessarily asking to be made rich, but fairly compensated for what they're doing. They want to feel like they're doing something meaningful. This company I spoke to today is a manufacturing facility. They make things that they sell to their customers that go on other manufactured pieces. If they went to their customers, this employee owned company and said, Hey, is what we're doing important to you? Oh my goodness. It's critical. So in other words, somewhere along the lines, figure out what brings meaning to what you're doing and they want to feel like jobs have that purpose. The third item is they want to feel like their voices are being heard. That doesn't mean in the workplace that they get their way every single time. If they have suggestions, they want the sense that they're at least being heard. And oftentimes responding to the suggestion, yay or nay goes a long way to making people feel empowered. And with young people, as I hear what young people are talking about what they want in jobs today, Work-life balance comes up a little bit, and I'm a fan of that, but they want to feel like their voice matters and is respected, and that often takes place in an employee-owned company that has the right culture. So, of course, there are challenges with any segment of a group of how to motivate them and how to get them on the same page, so to speak. But I've got to tell you, I look at the young people today and generally I am optimistic. They're just as talented and as hardworking as my generation was and as every other generation. And by the way, all the old folks who are complaining about the young people, we were all young ones too. So just wanted to share those thoughts with how to talk to younger workers about EO. With that, we'll wrap up today's episode of the Minicast. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Brett Keesling. Be well. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Facebook at EO Podcast Network and on Twitter at ESOP Podcast. This podcast has been produced by Brett Kiesling for the EO Podcast Network. Original music composed by Max Kiesling. Branding and marketing by Bitsy Plus Design. And I'm Bitsy McCann.